Inside AV. That's 12 months. Yeah. Cross that off. Is it 12 months? Close to. <clears throat> so what happened with the second half of last year? And I kept trying to well, do a actually, podcast and you never turned up. Well, I fell off a roof. I didn't tell anyone that. Yeah, tell us about that. So when was that? that was the end of last year. Was it a good landing? Good in the fact that I didn't hurt myself. So, But I did fall from a three-story building. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you think about it. but Oh, it is funny. It's hilarious. Falling from three-story buildings is always amusing. A lot of teenagers try it on the Gold Coast. It doesn't work out that well. Oh, yes. They do it from Still slightly is. higher levels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, the thing is, you fell from a three-story building onto a two-story roof. Yes, I really <laughs> so fell one story. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, though. Fell from a three-story house. Starts off good. Um, but you did fall straight on your back or something, didn't you? No, I think I shoulder-charged the, the roof. <laughs> did you dent the roof? I basically put an impression of myself on the roof. And then... Oh, no, we didn't have to draw a line around it because you didn't die, but um, was there an imprint, though? Like well, like actually, it, would, it happened so quick that I actually believe that I bounced. I hit the roof so hard, I bounced, and I'm standing with the ladder in my hand. I'm thinking, how did that happen? And I looked Oh, because the, ladder, the, the ladder, ladder came with you. Yeah, basically. So you, you held the ladder to all the way took, to the ground. Took the ladder with me. <laughs> took it for a ride. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's a dangerous job, AV installation. Yeah, especially when you use other people's equipment. Wasn't your ladder? Wasn't my ladder. So there's rule number one. Don't use other people's equipment unless you check it out. That's mostly where ladder accidents happen is you use dodgy ladders that other people have supplied you. Oh, yes, I have a ladder. I like the ones where they bring out the wooden ladder that they got. (laughs) Oh, no, they made in woodwork at school in the 1920s. And it's got a piece of rotten hessian rope holding the two bits together. Mm. You know, like a stepladder. Yeah, that's nice, that. And it wobbles like a rag and a rice pudding, which was the expression I was trying oh, to think of before. Think the yeah. Handles like a wheelbarrow full of rolls of what? <laughs> Walruses. Walruses. So, um... So that was the end of my year, but um, honestly, I didn't really do too much damage other than a bit of bruising. Yeah. yeah. And um, mm. that was it. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any accidents, so uh, moving right along. I had one today. In regard to work or? Mm. I cut my little finger. Uh-oh. <laughs> that um, count. No, it doesn't. Um, news hot off the press today, although it's old news. Uh, Boston, Acoust- news. Boston Acoustics um, and Amber Technology have parted uh, company. Can I say, like, already? Eh, well, that's been, um, I don't know, it's been seven months. I mean, they might have got bored with the product. Didn't do any marketing with the product. Well, they didn't in my shop because the rep never bothered to wander in and even mention that they were doing it. I think they released it, the range at Cedia, which was in May. Yes, of last year. So they had it for at least seven months. Interesting. They've got plenty, plenty of other brands. Why would they need another? Well, they don't have a speaker brand because they lost Kef prior to that. Oh, that's true. Because mm. Advanced Audio now have Kef. Mm. And I can get Kef now. And interestingly... So you need Kef. You need uh, you're man. the Kef man? Yeah. Interestingly... Um, They've still got Kef, so they've outlasted Amber. Oh, yeah, yeah, Advanced Audio. And they're both cowboy operations. Well, they would have been at the Hi-Fi show in Sydney. Did they have Kef on display there? Yes, they did. Mm. You wouldn't have listened to it, though. Oh, I went into the room. And? <laughs> I then uh, Turned around and walked out again. Kef has lost its charm. For me, you know, I used to sell it years ago. Great stuff. When it was made in England. When it, yeah. I was going to say, I, I remember my first encounter with a Kef bookshelf-style speaker, and it was a coaxial. I thought that was an interesting one. Well, it was a Uni-Q. Was it? Yeah, it's not coaxial. Because the tweeter is mounted down the voice coil, whereas a coaxial, it's mounted more 
in front of the voice coil area, more or less flush with the uh, rail well, it looked like a pro triaxial design with a the yeah, that's a dual concentric, yeah, like a tannoy. Yeah, it is like that, but the difference is it's not horn loaded. Oh, okay. But it was a nice little spin. And it, not only is it not horn loaded, but it doesn't give the horn. That's not very good, is it? No. <laughs> I don't like the sound of them much. They're a bit soft and wish woofy sounding and sort of unexciting. The um, and of course now they're just plain ordinary. In fact, you know, a lot of those Chinese brands, I know we've never mentioned it before because, you know... We don't talk Chinese. Nah, but the um, all of those English brands that have gone to China seem to have lost something. Something a little bit hard to put your finger on. Oh, it would be build quality, wouldn't it? Oh, not necessarily. No, I don't know that it's build quality, but there's a certain something that's not there anymore. And I think it's partly a natural, pleasant sound. It seems like all the new designs are all done by computers and not tweaked by hand or human. Or human hand. Human ear. Or ear. Mm. So what's your latest news? Well, not so much news, but we had a... Obviously, we've had Christmas, New Year and that. And I got a new little toy, which I thought I'd mention. I got one of those... Does it vibrate? Well, it does it moves the air and generates music and that sort of it stuff. generates music so i suppose it must be a high it must be a high end one well i thought if i could bring it in we could do it out we could do an inside av and pull it apart but it probably mm. wouldn't be up to your caliber of what are, what are we talking about it's called a ue airplay speaker mm. and it's made by logitech oh god great little device though what does it do so it connects to your Wi-Fi network. Mm-hmm. It's a. It looks like a center speaker. It's a curved, slightly curved front to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's built like a center speaker where it's got two mm-hmm. drivers and a center tweeter. Yep. Uh, you can dock your old iPod yep. into it, or your I, old iPhone, old, old iPhone, or yeah. Gen fours, or, or you can AirPlay to it, so you don't have to dock anything to it. You just Airplay, which is really cool. I know someone who would like that sort of thing. Who would that be? Eh, someone I know. Likes small stereos that sound sort of mediocre and run off a phone. It sounds really good inside, but it falls yeah. over outside. We put it outside on the patio area and I just... So you got it at home? I got it at home, yeah. You bought it with your money? Yeah. What money? What? what happened? Did you get a customer? I put it down as a possible <laughs> custom install product and it never got installed, so now it's mine. Um, where'd you buy it from? Well, my my favourite store. JB. EB. I mean... Oh, EB. E- eBay. <laughs> eBay. Really? Okay. Well, that's supporting the local community. That's good. Yeah. That's oh, well, it was Logitech Australia. Oh, was it? Yeah. And how much was this thing? Um, I can't remember exactly, but it's three hundred to three fifty something in that okay. area. I think it's right. three thirty-five or something. So you could have bought a Bose for the same money and be disappointed. But Logitech, well, the Bose sounds quite reasonable. It doesn't do the AirPlay thing, or maybe the new model does. But the point is, the well, it probably doesn't because that would be the Bose world. Version. Colliding with the iTunes world, yeah, yeah. colliding with the Sony world. Well, not colliding with the Sony world, but imagine if that happened. Three worlds collided. There'd be some kind of large bang. Catastrophe. Yeah, but um, no, I can't imagine Bose and Apple getting together. Oh, hang on. No, they, they have been together before. Yeah. Uh, Retailing-wise in Australia, Apple stores used to sell Bose active speakers or something like that. Back in the day, back before the iPod was, you know, everywhere. What, um, so it sounds okay? You think it sounds better than a Bose thing? Um, yeah, I'm not disappointed with it. I, I mean, I reckon it was good value for money. I probably should bring it in and we can actually have a listen to it and see what you think. Mm. Uh, oh, it's I'll, not. I'll be impressed for sure. 
It's not any good. Look, best part, attractive. The best part about reliable. it was no, it's reliable. It, mm-hmm. it links up easy. It, it works. The airplay worked good. Works really well. Mm-hmm. Had a few. So just explain airplay for a second, because I always get confused. So if you've got this thing turned on, mm-hmm. it has to be. It has to be logged into a wireless network. Yes. Yeah. So you walk in the door, your phone automatically logs itself into your wireless, the same wireless network. Yep. You can then call up iTunes on your phone. Phone or, or the music that's on your phone or what I've been doing lately. Is but when I say call up, what, what do you do on your phone? What do you press to get it to make, to point the music? The files, you know, at the okay, well, uh, well, typical Apple fashion, you make your selection first, and then you send the that selection to your AirPlay device. So, whether it's your music that's already on your phone, mm-hmm. or what I like to use is internet radio. So you start up your internet radio. Oh, okay, yep. And then you get the option to listen to it on your iDevice. Say, say in my case, my iPhone. Yep. Which sounds terrible. Mm. And then you have got a little icon that comes up as oh, a choice okay. and you just press yep. that and it's called airplay and away it goes how do you play web radio on your phone what what app do you go to oh well i've been playing with a few apps actually oh so you do have an app for web radio oh there's a i think the last time i looked up there's about 400 500 apps yeah my point is it doesn't there's not a default one that comes with the os though so you have to download well, Air, something no no airplays do default airplay is separate again so there is a bit of a trick with AirPlay because I'm confused. If I took, if I walked into your, if if I walked into your place right now, yes, with my phone, yes, and let's it's say it's already got AirPlay on it. Where? How? Where? Yeah. Well, that is a bit of a trick because it doesn't clearly display it. Usually, it senses whether there's an AirPlay device in the room. Oh, and okay. It comes up as an icon. Where? Can, usually on the app that you're using or, or whether your music comes up. So any any app that produces a soundtrack, an audio... Yeah, should come up with the AirPlay option. Okay, assuming the phone has detected an AirPlay yeah. device in the, on the Sometimes network. Sometimes that yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, of course. And you have to double press the home button on your iDevice. Yep. And then you slide all the way to the volume. Mm-hmm. And there's a little airplay symbol there if there's and you connect it that way. Okay. All right. Did have a few issues? Yep. Um did have a few issues in the workshop, first off. Mm-hmm. Threw my router away and bought an Apple Airport Express. You're joking. Was that the noise it makes as you throw it in the wheelie bin? That was the noise of the net gear as I threw it in the air. <laughs> nah, net gear good, Apple bad. What are you talking about? So I bought an Apple Airport Express router, wireless router. What oh, you sell out? What 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 did that cost? Oh, I can't remember. Whatever Apple wants, it's in- <laughs> <laughs> whatever Apple wants, it gets. Did you, did you know then that iPods and Apple and iPads work on different? Um, wireless frequencies. <laughs> so your phones are on two point four gigs. Our, um, and your iPad audio on... technician assistant oh. this evening has making gesticulations and <laughs> said, "Oh, no, she's shooting." Yeah, was that kill that? Start again? No, no, we're still talking. No, no, she's she's not a director. She's just twirling knobs. So what? What? Um, uh, now, how much was the router? Oh, Under $200? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, it wasn't well, ridiculous. Okay. But so, it made a huge improvement. Oh, you were saying, yes, that the different products work on different wireless bands. Yeah. Or G or Yeah, so or iPads are on 5.8. or X or Z band or no, gigahertz. N. There's no N, is there? Gigawatts. Gig- kilowatts. What? Kilowatts. The point is they're all different. Okay, so... What you're saying is if you have an old school router, there's a good chance that it doesn't excel in one particular band that maybe the device you, you're trying to hook. You know, yeah. If you're talking about the iDevices, yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Which I was unaware of. So. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be. 
does it invisibly unless the performance is poor and then you get a new one like you've got that suddenly works well. Yeah. But that being said, I do like Netgear and the new Netgear router. Yeah. Um, I don't forget the model, but it's got all the blue flashy lights and all mm. that. It works quite well too. Mm. So we've got that at home and it's it hasn't missed a beat either. I like Netgear. You log into it through your browser. You don't need to install any bullshit software yes. to get access yeah. to your settings. You've got it going in seconds. It works. Oh, yeah, look, I like Netgear. I mean, I... I last for about four years and then they start getting glitchy and you just go and get another one. Well, that's probably what happened to mine. Then. It's been turned on four years. They, I've had a few. They last four years. Three and a half to four years. If you leave them on 24-7. Okay. Do you hate that expression? I do. What's that? 24, 24-7. 24-7. What, 7-11s? 7-11s. That's not 24-7. 24-7, 365. <laughs> well, that's the radio I've been listening to. Radio 3. 365, yeah. How is it? It's okay. I think it's got a fairly high bid rate. Yeah. Mm. But the best one I've been using at the moment, and you'll probably like it, is Sky FM as an app on mm-hmm. the phone. It's mm-hmm. all your music and lets you decide what bit rate you get your music at. So if you're having... Oh, yeah. You, you can turn it down, so You can turn it down a bit, yeah. 44. Mm. Still hurt. Is that one? Four, no. Something yeah, weird four, like that. Well, 44.1. Yeah, forty four point one would be the sampling frequency. Let's look it up. But what for yeah, well that's any of that's MP three still. What what bit rate in the MP three? One twenty eight. Sky FM radio. We shouldn't go quiet, should we? I just what, what are they what are they playing? Like well, what would you like to listen to? Oh, so they're, they've got a multiplicity of channels, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's a little bit a little bit odd. And like 90s hits, Cafe de Paris, Mellow Jazz, Smooth Jazz, Love Music, Top Hits. Oh, I'll put Love Music. Best of Let's the Let's see eight. what they're playing. Okay. Well, they're playing extreme more than words at the moment, so it tells me. Oh, God. Turn it off. Oh, see, that's why I asked, because I knew it would be some shit. <laughs> Jesus, who would listen to that? No, well, yeah, there's... What, what do you... Okay. What do go. I listen to? What do you? Which one do you listen to? And then play it. Let's see what comes out. I, I was actually... Just play it. I'm trying to find it. Uh, I'm trying to think of one that's not too corny. Here you go. I was in the best of the 80s. Oh, fuck. Oh, fucking Hall of Notes. Jesus. I, I shouldn't even know who that is. That's good barbecue music. That's not, that's, that's slash your wrist music. <laughs> there was good music in the 80s and that wasn't it. What about the film clips? Those guys had got to be, yeah, well, yeah, we won't go into it. So that's not a bad little app. I mean, it's free and I can't understand. Oh, well, therefore it must be good. Well, what's the go with that? What? How do they make money? Yeah. Hang on, which is the app? The radio, the web radio app? So I've got... Is there advertising on it? Well, there's advertising on that, but you don't see it when it's either docked in your machine. I think it's all about collecting... What about contemporary Christian? Or getting in your pocket, so to speak. Contemporary Christian. Now we're we're talking. Let's 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 see what's playing. No. I want to see what's playing. I love your internet. It's quick. Ah! <laughs> Straight into it. They can't have one line of lyrics without Jesus in it. And on that note, That's cursing, isn't it? We're, we're having a break. Okay, we'll have a break. We'll come back with some dance hits.
we're using drops now. <laughs> oh, cool. Because <laughs> I did a little bit of work over the, the break. You did? On what? Well, I thought we'd have a new segment. Yeah, what's it called? Uh-oh. Well, that, that's good that you've answered that because we can lead straight into it. Yes. I went to a lot of effort too, so don't don't get too upset. We'll just... Oops. I've upset my app. So, it's, of course, it's in your phone because Keith's whole life is in his phone. Well, what can't you do with your phone? Well, I can think of a few things, but... What far away? Impress me. <laughs> I think we should be ready. Yeah. So this is our new segment. Yes. And this is the lead into the new segment. So it'll be a bit more professional, but so you don't want to actually plug in. You want to actually just play it through the microphone. Well, that sound it'll sound all right. Okay. Ready? Yes. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Well, that failed, didn't it? Let's do that again. That was impressive. Ask Andrew. Ask Andrew. Ask Andrew. Ask Andrew. Ask Andrew. Ask Andrew. So you downloaded a dollar ninety nine app that had some kind of looping sort of functionality. Don't be or something. silly. It was free. Okay, all right. Yeah, so you wouldn't pay dollar ninety nine for that, but it's built into every it's built into every free audio package like the one we use. You're not well, are you? That's sick, isn't it? You were drinking a little bit too much over So, Christmas. our new segment is Ask Andrew. Well, that's a, that's a, what can I say? <laughs> so, and, uh, and ask please, away. Okay, so I thought we'd start off with personal questions or is it technical questions? No, we're talking audio video. Okay, all right, thank so, God for that. Let's talk about subwoofers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it pretty broad, so we've got something to start with. Okay. What do you look for in a subwoofer? I don't like subwoofers. You're kidding me. <laughs> What's not to like about subwoofers? Well, let's start there then. Why subwoofers? Uh, look, they're... Yes, they're great. Um, they well, if you were extend... going to go buy a subwoofer, what would you look for? Well, I, what I buy, what I would buy is pretty much what I sell. I want something articulate, something real, something that, you know, something that plays a tune, mm. not just a one-note booming device. And if you're talking subwoofers, does, does that not imply that we're talking subsonic? Yes. Which means probably theoretically under 20 hertz, but I think it base, any bass notes below about high 20s are pretty subsonic. So We can't hear that low, can we? Below 20? Well, the subwoofer manufacturers would have you believe that you feel bass, which of course you do, and therefore how quick it is is probably less maybe important. It's just there and it's just making noise, just rumbling away, which for a movie film soundtrack is probably entirely adequate. Mm. And of course for music, well, there's no instruments playing below 40 hertz, give or take, in the real world. Although pipe, no, pipe organs, no... Pipe organs go down to 25 or something. Good on you. Pipe organ. Yeah. Why would you want to listen to a pipe organ? Oh, pipe organs. Have you ever been to church? (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew a guy that used to fix pipe organs. Really? I've heard, um, oh, God, I don't know. I must have been on a tour of some cathedral in Melbourne or somewhere. I know it was when I was a kid. I don't know if I went to it. I don't know, but I remember... As a child, having a pipe organ played, it was impressive. Huge scale of sound. But forgetting that, yeah, there's no handy little acoustic instrument that, you know, like a bass guitar, I think, bottom E is 40 hertz or something. I don't know. I'm not a musician, but, you know. So my point is that there's no music really below 40 hertz unless you're listening to pipe organs, which is probably 25, unless we're talking synthesizers. Okay. And of course, you can go as low as you want. And people do. So were you asking about music or film soundtracks? Oh, well, let's stick to movies and film soundtracks where you need a subwoofer to give you that. Yeah, well, I don't think it's bass. I think the main thing is you, you, you want to avoid a, a one-note sounding box, and I think any any proper subwoofer does a half-decent job that's a serious brand, and on that I would include all the obvious you know, M&K, Velodyne, Rel type products. Velodyne? 
Yeah, well, I've got reservations about some of the aspects of the ballad. I like the way it's made, but okay. the way it performs is is okay. I mean, shit, that's all they make. They've got to get it right, don't they? Don't they? I don't know. I've got some old Velodyne in the workshop that yeah, be pretty disappointing when you pull it apart and have a look at what's Well, no, there's nothing in it. There's a couple of SDK ICs and a yeah. couple of Chinese capacitors but, and a real small transformer. But So that's what I thought. Well, if we, because we're inside AV mm. and we get to see inside these sort of things. Mm, well, I've pulled a few apart. Okay, here, here's, the, here's the down low on subwoofer design as it exists today. Mm-hmm. There is very much two kinds. There's the old school Class A B amplifiers with a big toroidal or a big, you know, CE core type transformer yes. in it. Old school technology, something you can probably fix 50 years into the future. And then you've got switch mode power supplies and digital amplifier stages, or you know, combinations of analog uh, style amplifier stages with switch mode power supplies and things like that. The point is switch mode is a nasty bad word. It's code for um, I will destroy myself. It will last for three to five years, fail, and no one will be able to fix it. In fact, which brings me to my pet subject, which has nothing to do with subwoofers, which is the solar industry and how all inverters are going to fail in within five years and no one's going to be able to fix them. And I was in the doctor's surgery the other day getting my... Um, well, what I was there for is irrelevant. The the point is the... The check-up, uh, was it? Service. Well, you know, what can I say? The point is I was reading a local journal, the Budrum Chronicle, quality uh, newspaper, yeah. and uh, it had a letter to the editor complaining about his... The writer was complaining about his solar system failing... Um, uh, Oh, within 18 to 24 months. And he was sold a upmarket but locally made inverter, Byron Bay, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> warranty, the, the 10 year warranty seemed like a good idea, except that business is gone now. <laughs> so uh, his so inverter. And the funniest thing was, he said, it's probably going to cost me maybe as much as $500 to fix. No, it's not getting fixed. No one's fixing inverters. No one's fixing high-speed switching power supplies. Because they've usually destroyed themselves, haven't they? They've quite often destroyed many expensive semiconductors. And second to that, there's some very subtle underlying reason why they've done it. The, the, the circuit, oh no, this is a terrible non-technical expression, but let's just call it, suggest the circuit has gone out of balance um, or out of whack because that's sort of what's happened. They... They run, I mean, they're, they're very trick little designs when, every, when everything's good and everything's as per the design and the capacitors haven't sort of, you know, gone out of whack a little bit and the semiconductors, which are very high switching, high current semiconductors, are performing the way they were meant to originally and the, the Byron Bay manufacturer hasn't been sold a bunch of Chinese copy semiconductors, which apparently, you know, are everywhere. In the same way as the Chinese try to make fake eggs and fake chickens and <laughs> fake, you know, they strange people. Good takeaway restaurants, though. Anyhow, long story short, they there's fake transistors out there. I've been supplied them myself, and they simply don't work. They've got the right writing on the package. The package looks good, but like all things Chinese, if it looks right, it is right, isn't right. So you know what that means. Okay, yes. What I'm trying to get at is... Why did the mob in Byron Bay go out of business? Probably because excess of warranty claims. What reason? Any number of reasons. This whole solar thing is destined for a major meltdown because of switch-made power supplies. So let me get back to subwoofers. Don't buy one with a switch-made Don't buy one with a D-class amplifier, which is code for disaster. Okay, well, that's a good point. So D's for disaster. Class AB is for... Analog, indestructible, <laughs> bin destructible, whatever. But the point is they, they almost certainly won't fail. They'll probably last 20 years. And RAL, as an example, which I'm familiar with, makes some D-class ones and they make some Class AB ones. Okay. Class AB ones don't break down. D-class ones don't break down very much. Okay. So look at the amplification. But, That's a good long point. Long term... Uh, 
Because, I mean, you're not... Well, it depends what you want to sell for for. If you want it to last 15 or 20 years because you're spending two, three, four, five, six grand, then you probably want it to last, then I wouldn't buy a switching one, no. no High-speed okay. switching D-class one. People are going to say, well, how do I know? Well, they'll talk about efficiencies. They'll talk about it runs cool. I'll talk about it, you know, it uses less power. It'll probably have very high power, like a 1,000 watts or some crazy number. Some big, yes, yeah. unobtainable thing. Well, it's obtainable for very short periods of time. Okay. So um, that's my main concern. And then the other concern is, is, is integrating it in the system and making it work and setting it up. That's So there's a lot of pretty good-sounding subwoofers, but... Like everything in AV, if it's not set up properly, calibrated properly, set up by someone who knows what they're doing and has an ear and has maybe some test instruments and knows what the hell they're doing, you won't get your money's worth. Okay, yep. So two key things, don't buy a switching power supply one and set it up properly. How you'd set it up properly, you could do it yourself and spend many hours experimenting or you could get a professional in. Where you find a professional, I don't know. None in this oh, room. Oh, Keith! There's none Keith. in this room. That's for sure. What about um, driver size? As in speaker size? Oh. Is an 8-inch a subwoofer? Yeah, it's hard for an 8-inch to go down that low. And do you need to go that low? Do you think you need to get? By down? the way, they do go down that low with the aid of very tricky electronics driving them, and and, and a, a very skewed box alignment that gets, you know, maybe you know, they tune it really low or something, and then they feed it a really heavily compensated, you know, EQ'd sort of signal that's got a lot of. 25 hertz boost or 30 hertz boost or something, so it sounds like it's going pretty low. In reality, probably minimum of a 10 or more like a 12 or a 15 are going to go to those frequencies in reality mm. without being tweaked. And you land up with quite a large box, and that's just the way it is. You know, if you want to move a lot of air, you need a big box. And how much air do you think you move? Lots. Lots of air. Yeah, about three handfuls per second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something like that. That's a, that's a technical specification. In layman's terms, um, 7.6 cubic feet of air per hour. <laughs> per hour. <laughs> I have no idea. No, I have no idea either. <laughs> but, I mean, you'll know when you hear it. True. You may wish to throw up at some point, you know. So it, so an Acoustamass has got a lot of six-inch driver in it. Acoustamass. What is Acoustamass? <laughs> From Mr. Bose. But what is Bose? I don't know. <laughs> Acoustamass is not a subwoofer. Well, that's what I thought. It's, getting a, to. it's a boomboxy thing to make up for the fact that a two-inch tandy tweeter... Can't cut it. Doesn't have any base. Uh, let's not talk about no, the things as amateurish as... No. So let's go back to subwoofers. What about forward firing or downward firing? Yeah, look, downward firing, the advantage would be that you wouldn't hear the mechanical noise coming out of the voice coil or the driver itself. What, as it's destroying to, itself? To the same degree. No, 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 because, you know, like... I've never heard that. What's mechanical noise coming out of the driver? Well, you've got... Okay, so you've got this driver whacking itself backwards and forwards. Yep. Just like Adrian. And then... Um, and then it's... <laughs> yes. I don't know. What was, what's that for? I, oh, no, not your Adrian. No, 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 this guy, no. And he... Um, so he... Not he, it... <laughs> The driver. The driver. The driver. Not being a person that drives a van well. So it, so it moves backwards and forwards and it recreates a mechanical noise and you can hear that and then you can... The, the disadvantage of the subwoofer thing is that you can then localise the subwoofer and you know where it's positioned in the room. Okay. Because as you know, low bass notes are omnidirectional, so yeah. you don't really hear where they're coming from. You'll, your brain will tend to believe the bass is coming from the two main speakers or five main speakers, seven main speakers, whatever it is. 
Mm. But if there's mechanical noise coming out of the woofer, then you will be which, able to hear that mechanical that noise because it's higher frequencies, and you can use the you know localize it, and you'll go. So oh, that's oh, a distortion a coming out of the corner of the room. There is that a distortion? Are we uh, yeah, it's pr- well certainly when a thing the thing bottoms out, you'll hear it because it'll make that loud clacking sound. Yeah, but that doesn't really happen with most subwoofers these days. So no, it's more the port. Or just the cone and coil and surround assembly is oh, okay. making mechanical making higher it. frequency resonances. But wouldn't that be down to the box construction too? The actual container that this driver's in that's well, giving needs, you this mechanical noise? Well, need, no, it's generally it's not supporting free until the chipboard turns into wheat picks. No, no, it... Uh, so down firing you'll hear less. So yeah, down okay. firing can be a good thing. Okay. What about I don't think it's a bad thing. What about you can buy drivers that are extra long throw? Yeah, what do you mean buy them? Are you gonna make one yourself now? No, I'm not gonna make one, but I see them in the catalogue you go through and you can get an eight, a ten or twelve inch Standard driver, and then you get an extra long throw driver in the same sizes. XLT, yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, you know, you're just moving the same amount of air. Um, well, you're not moving the same amount of air, you're moving the same amount of cone area further. You'll move a greater volume of air. That's how you get to three and a half handfuls per second. <laughs> I mean, you, <laughs> the extra long oh, throw, like the extra long throw gives you three and a half handfuls a second. The instead of one and a half, the standard throw, yeah, gives you two and a half. Minimal throw gives you one and a half, and no throw at all gives you zero. Oh, cool. Mm. You need to read your catalogues more carefully. I do. You'll find that there is a specification. It's got, like, little hand symbols. Yeah, it's got hand symbols, yeah, like stars, like a star system. (laughs) A lot of people think it's three three and a half handfuls per minute, like revs per minute, but no, it's per second. Per second. It's an important point. So how much you can shift in air molecules with your hand? You're only using one hand, it's two hands. It's cupped hands. Yeah, you can't move air just with one hand. Okay, so are you pushing it away from you as well? No, it's like this. Oh. It doesn't really work no. without a video. Video. Um, me, actually, let me take a picture and I'll put it on the Facebook page for Inside OV. What a... <laughs> Since we haven't done anything. <laughs> Since we haven't done anything. <laughs> I like how we record podcasts and then never put them up. Well, that's your job, isn't it? Uh, is cup your hands happen? again. Show me how you cup your hands. Quick. So this is how you calibrate handfuls of air. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, okay, so we've amplification. Downward mm-hmm. firing is a good option. Oh, I mean, I do it's prefer. Not, I prefer downward firing. I think. Just, I think. But I mean, I think if I was building a sub from scratch, I don't know why you wouldn't make it down firing because you. It gives you also another. Um, what about gravity? Is that affecting the driver? Oh, I think that's what some people say is bad about down firing. Is you've got a heavy cone and it's sitting there when it's not being used. It's sitting there hanging off the suspension. Ultimately, the thing decentralizes. Oh. Mm, which 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 it would. Because if you've got a vertically mounted heavy driver like that, you should turn it around every year or two. Pull the screws out, turn it 180 degrees, screw it back in. Okay. Mm. There's a handy hint. That's a good hint. Um, I've seen old drivers come in 15, 20 years old, heavy ones, and, yeah, they're, they're, they're sagging, definitely sagging. Modern technology, glues, etc., probably not so much of a problem these days. But subwoofer cones, by their nature, since they're trying to get a very low resonant frequency, are quite heavy. What were you talking about? What was the question? Down, down. Well, the, I was just I saying, saying that I, I do prefer... Down, oh, I was yeah. going to say down firing gives you another probably 60 dB per octave filtering of your high frequencies as well. Okay. Just bang it into the carpet because it's attenuating the, you know, whatever your crossover slope is. Say it's 40, 50 hertz. And it's probably 24 dB per octave, so it turns into 32 Fifth order. So there's a bonus. You want to get, te- you want to get technical now. <laughs> so, and then only other question I had about subwoofers. Mm. Passive radiators. Yeah. 
Well, and the loudspeaker design world, passive radiators is are a sort of a inefficient compromise. But in a subwoofer, if you've got tons of power, the efficiency aspects probably not such a big issue. So they, yeah, they can, they, they're not a terrible thing. Gets rid of port noise. Okay. It's hard to have port noise when there's no port. And basically, the, the passive is doing the job on the port. It resonates it. So you get rid of that wolf sound. Or you can... Well, you get rid of that air movement noise if that's yeah. an issue, yeah. But you won't get rid of all of it because some of that puffing and chuffing noise is, in fact, the air coming off the cone. Okay. Well, that's it. That's yeah. it for our first Ask Andrew. That was yeah. pretty good. going to flick on your radio, web radio to uh, your preferred radio station where we're going to have a listen to see what was playing. Oh, I know we sort of did that with the Hall and Oates thing, but well, you said that you don't actually always listen to that. You sometimes listen to something else. What was it? Well, I was listening to the 80s. I love the 80s. Was that back when you were young? Yeah. <laughs> something like that. No, I was trying to find a really good one. That's, I suppose that's the... the Disadvantage of having so many choices, you just get lost mm. in the. Well, there's only sixty or seventy thousand stations or something, isn't it? To there? choose from. And what was it? What's what's the genre of music that you listen to? I mean, what's that I listen to? Yeah, what is that called? I was trying to find <laughs> terminology for it. I listen to all sorts of things. It isn't. It's not genreable, isn't it? Well, it is, but it's different ones. I would describe it as good. It's not new age jazz. Shit, no. Oh, no. jazz. New age jazz. Yeah. Oh, is there such a thing as new age jazz? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm not stuck in any particular genre. It's oh. easier to say what I don't like than what I like. So what don't you like? World music. No, no, I listen to a bit of world music. So did you get a chance to go to the... Woodford Folk Festival, because it's just down the road from us. It is just down the road from us, and yet again I didn't go. But I've spoken to a number of people who went, and it was very good. Apparently so. Yes. We actually drove past there. And you didn't drop in? No, it was looked a bit busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably because it was good. Well, Penn said we should go in there. Yes. Jane said no. Yes. And you said maybe. Maybe. How much does it cost? <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's the go with alternative people? This, we were. What do you mean alternative people? We drove past. Is this people, people? No, 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 no. We drove past Woodford, right? Yeah. This, this guy is hitchhiking. Yes. He looks like a evil. Where's Wally? I mean. What's the go with the clothes? Why do they? I have don't even to... know what wears Wally looks like. I've like heard the skivvy and oh, a skivvy and slash skivvies have come back. Yeah, he sounds like some kind of mod look that's come back. How, why is it so hard to be alternative? You've got to be different to be alternative. Uh, we turn this podcast into some kind of social. No, no, no. Sociological. I have nothing against them. I just thought of, <laughs> I have nothing against them. <laughs> like they're a different group of people. Hey, some of my best customers went out to Woodford, and they're quite normal people, and they're all over fifty. So, and they dress normal. Yeah, you know, skivvy slacks. Love <laughs> the kind of thing. I love slacks. The slacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the one guy in particular, he uh, dresses. No, he dresses smartly. He wouldn't have been out there. He, he would probably... have gone out to see Darren Percival. I'd... Sunshine Coast. What? Superstar from one of those TV shows that was on. I don't, I don't know who he Quick, is. Come... 
No, I don't. There was some good acts on. I um, there was some X Factor um, or one of those shows. Oh, you know, when you think I see that, <laughs> you might have commercial channels playing in your house, but in my place they're banned. Um, so you're alternative. Because <laughs> I watch SBS, I'm alternative. That's it. Have you watched SBS? No, not like Not since Top Gear wasn't on there. There's a lot of pretty girls on SBS. I highly recommend it. Um, no, I must go. I went one year, but I went on the wrong day. When they finished, they were yeah, I went on, I went on New Year's Day. Yeah, that was... Mm. was I, well, sort of out that way, zooming around on the cycle, I thought I'll drop in and have a look. And if it looks interesting, I'll pay the money and go in. But it was it was done. Did you, I, I can't remember all the facts. So I'll definitely go next year for a day or two because the the um, one other thing, actually, by the way, that puts me off that and the preceding Mulaney Folk Festival, which was where it used to be, was it's always at this time of the year and it's hot or it's wet or it's dusty or it's and it's I don't know. I just always visualise. Woodstock style filth and having to like camping's shit at the best of times and then you I don't know I just oh you were going to go out there for a few days you just go out for a day wouldn't you oh I suppose I don't know you just and I combine that with Phillip Island MotoGP camping experiences <laughs> and I create this picture that's mm, dirty I suppose okay I never thought of it that way hmm and there's no motorbikes there, so so next year we should go and we can, oh we, we can should do yeah. inside AV. I, don't, I can't believe you didn't go when you were driving past. Well, we'd actually just been to the Darling Downs Zoo, so we were mm. nearly home. Yeah, um, you went out to see the pandas. No, the white lion. Oh, okay. Panda with a mane. <laughs> yes. Is that the mob you were saying where they had a lion behind the front counter? Yes. Yes. Cool. Should go out there for a look mm. before he grows up, gets big and eats people. <laughs> um, so I had a guy come in today. He, um, he, uh, I was fixing his amplifier under warranty for him, which we had done. Yes. There was really nothing much wrong with it, but it was related to the remote. It was... Virtually out of warranty. It had been here 12 months ago or something with the same thing and the same thing had reoccurred and it was also, once again, the same very simple fix to do with the remote. Reset the remote, basically. What he does with the remote, eh, I don't know, don't want to know. But, you know, we cleaned it yet again because it seemed to be quite dirty. Mm. Anyhow, put batteries in it because the batteries were shagged. They were, like, reading... Point four volts without a load or something like that. So you know they were they were buggered. And I charge very little money for batteries. You know three dollars for a pair of double A alkaline things, Senyos. And uh, so I asked him for the three dollars, and he looked at me like I was oh, from covered under warranty from, from another planet. And uh, said, "No, mate, don't have three dollars on me. Come out without my wallet." And I suppose I just. I've probably just heard this one too many times. And I just sort of said, is that right, eh? Wow, that's that's organised. That's amazing. Yeah, so that vehicle out there, what would that cost you? Oh, I got that. I got a really good deal on that. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. You got that for 32 grand. So I don't know how you buy a dual cab for 32 grand. Fancy looking thing it was. But he got one. Yes. And it wasn't a great wall. I said, uh, wow, 32 grand, eh? But you haven't got $3 for a set of batteries that have worn out. No. No worries. See ya. See ya later. So he picks up his repair and he goes. And I go out the back and I'm working on something else. I mean, out the back, out the back, not just out the back. But oh, out the you back went to the, the next went, factory. Yeah, I went next yeah, down to the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, down to the factory floor. Dave was uh, in the air conditioning, air conditioned area. And so this, this guy, Dave, tells me, because I wasn't privy to it, I did hear the doorbell go or I heard the slamming of the door or whatever, but um, anyhow, he comes back in. He says, oh, I got the wrong one. Got the wrong one what? 
he picked up the wrong job. Because I walked off. Like, he was... He just... I just couldn't be bothered anymore. I mean, if you can't give me $3 for batteries so I can make 80 cents profit, um, and because I'm just doing a free repair for you, yeah, then... That's fine, but you don't get to talk to me for that, you know. So I just left the room and uh, he picked up his job. But he didn't pick up the one that his remote was sitting on. He picked up the one next to it. And um, that could have been a bit of a nightmare. The funny thing was I actually thought that when I was was out the back thinking, oh, God, I hope he he pulled up, picks up the right job. And would he come back if he hadn't? But he did. And that's because it wasn't better than the one <laughs> that he is. Fortunately, he picked up a bit of a dunger. But it looked the same. They're all black boxes, I suppose. But uh, he came back. And lo and behold, he suddenly had $3 on him. And you shut up shop for the day. You We went out and celebrated. <laughs> Fantastic. The moral of the story is... Don't do under-warranty work. world's full of arseholes. Don't do under-warranty work. I said to Dave, I said, what is it with people that have warranty claims from appliance stores? Mm-hmm. They're always dead shits. Oh, I've got a worse one. Like, people who buy stuff from, from, from specialist stores, they seem to be a better class of human, you know? $3, is that all? You mean you put... New batteries in for me, and you just, you know, wow, thank you. Thank you for, yeah, get, take five. Oh, thank you, five. I can shat myself half a beer. Anyhow, tell me your story. Under warranty work. No. Ducted back. I don't know why I do ducted back. <laughs> What's that got to do with AV? Well, I suppose the reality is you actually make about eight times as much money out of it, and it's about ten times simpler. But and, yeah. and, well, it is simple. That's probably why I do it. Borrow away. Tell me your ducted back story. So the guy rings... But there is wiring involved with ducted back. You've got that run run that bit of figure eight down for the yeah, outlet to turn the wiring turn the, the uh, plug, yeah. turn the vacuum on. Yeah. So he rings me. I've got a machine. It's under warranty. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. Bring it in. Bring in your data purchase and mm-hmm. all your paperwork. Can't find it. The paperwork? Can't find the paperwork. Okay. I said, that's all right. Did you buy it off you or somewhere no, else? No, it didn't buy it off me. Yeah. Six-year warranty on ducted back. Jesus. It's got to be three or four years old or something. I think it'd be worn out by six years, wouldn't it? Yeah. So Depends how many dead bodies you suck into it, I suppose. But yeah, keep going. So, no paperwork. Mm-hmm. So, what's, so, fine. It's not under warranty. No, no, I was nice. I said, look. Give me the, let's get the machine, let's look at the serial number. The company's very good. So you tried to be helpful? Yeah, yeah. The serial number, if it's listed in their bookwork, they'll let me know it's unwarranted, not a yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, finally gets it in the workshop. So what's he bringing, the unit out of the garage or wherever it is? Or how, well, what's he bringing in? How do you sort of unplumb that and bring it in? Or is it just the whole canister lifts off with a motor on it or something? Or how does it No, work? you've got to undo the plumbing and then lift Jesus. the motor. So how come he didn't ask you to come out and have a look no, at well, it? No, that's all. I didn't, didn't get to finish. I, we went out and took it off the wall. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so far... So far, one service call. One service call. At yeah. least 20 minutes worth of work. And then we get it back in the workshop. Then I do a couple of phone calls to Sydney. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can get it under warranty for you. Yes. A little bit of sweet talking on my behalf just mm-hmm. to help help this guy out. Mm-hmm. Finally came up with the paperwork so we could even double verify it, but that wasn't an issue. Okay. The manufacturer said, yeah, we'll look after it. Mm-hmm. Um, what brand was that? Sounds like Plugworthy. Uh, it was Valet. 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 Yeah. Nice. So um, I'm not familiar with that brand, but I haven't bought a ducted vacuuming machine for ever. Oh, Keep going. So uh, we've gone out there. We've done the phone call. We've got the parts. Mm-hmm. He gets a new motor plus new two new boards because let's just change everything. There's yep. nothing we can't. Yes. There's nothing wrong with it. We'll just change the whole lot. Yep. Get it back to him. Told him on the phone that, the parts are covered under warranty, but my time is not covered under warranty mm. because I didn't sell you the unit and they don't pay me for that. 
for the, the work. They don't? No. Well, obviously they're not going to... Well, I was going to say, obviously they don't pay for the call, but in reality, if it's a fixed, bolted-in thing, you probably warranty, in some cases, like large-screen TVs, does include a service call. Yes. But that... Uh, okay, so he hadn't read his warranty form that he'd found. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously it was stated in that. I believe it is. And, like, they're pretty generous with their spare parts, so, you know, he, he got himself... He got himself a new machine. Uh, basically a new machine. Yeah. I'm sort of... Four, sort... four years in? Yeah, at least four in. years in. Yeah. No, not going to pay for that. I'll talk to them. I'm not paying for that. So that's it. Throw it away. From my invoice. Uh, how does that work? He rang you, right? Yes. So he rang you and asked you to fix his vacuum machine. Yes. But he doesn't want to pay for that. No. That's an interesting way to go. I wonder how that would work. You could apply that to all sorts of things. <laughs> you could. You could, couldn't it's you? like that TV ad. Oh, I'll, I'll pay for it tomorrow and never come back. I don't even I don't even understand what mindset is going on there. Oh, the Look, I can understand on his behalf because he believes it's under warranty. I'm not paying for it. It's covered. Da, da, well... Da. But, but is, what's the warranty? Is it is it parts and labour, or parts, or labour, or just parts? It's just parts. So, so it's a parts warranty. So yeah. the, the warranties vary. I would suspect there's got to be a twelve month parts and labour thing on it, like both, because that's just just the law of the land. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From from day one, yes. Yeah, but I mean the the worst bit is that he rang me. I think. Three times at a seven at seven thirty to see whether the parts had arrived. In the pretty, evening or in the morning? In the morning. Pretty keen to get that machine back. Once he got it back, that was it. No. Where's no. this guy live? <laughs> Bleebly or something like that. Bleebly. Bleebly. Yeah, where all the tight asses live. <laughs> yes. And the mosquitoes. On the flatland or on the hills. Yeah, old sugar cane field. Yeah. So swamp. Yeah. Cheap, once again. Yeah. Cheap block of land. Cheap, cheap, cheap. The cheap ass living there. So underwriting. Don't do it. So what so what would the manufacturer have to say to you, ballet? Oh, they already stated it right at the before anything happened that, you know So yeah. could you can you so he found his warranty card. Can yeah. you not get a copy of the warranty card from Ballet? See where it says that the labour's not covered at that period of time. Send that and an invoice to him and a solicitor's letter and just get paid. Get paid. And That's except double the invoice from what it was originally. Well, I don't get it. What, so what are you saying? You've given up on this. I've given up again. Jesus. <laughs> nah. That's restitution is required. <laughs> What's his letterbox look like? Fancy? No. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> so is, next it, is it easy to back over? <laughs> so your three dollar batteries are nothing. Ah, oh, look, it's not the value. I mean, I've been done in similar ways to you, but not in recent times. I, I just yeah, anyway, we're just whinging now. We're just whinging. Well, hang on, we always whinge. Yeah. <sighs> Industry news. Um. You had some. I can't think what it was. Yeah, some of some of our distributors or distribution channels have changed. Can't say just yet, but can't say. <laughs> I know everyone listens to this podcast. And it's, well, actually, not breaking. You might as well say on the basis that I probably won't edit it and put it up for three weeks. So <laughs> just fire away. Oh, one company that I've been dealing with for oh, 10, 15 years, I think. Yeah, has now decided not to. Do distribute any of their products mm -hmm. so obviously it's a headache mm -hmm. so um whether they outsource it or they've lost it i don't know they know they're just worried about the manufacturing side so their sales division their distribution their spare parts shut the door that's it really yeah who's that our friends from leisure tech oh andrew goldfinch andrew such a nice man too I, I mean, I could understand in some way. So what's he going to open up a pizza shop? No, he'll just continue with the manufacturing. Oh, okay. So. How's he going to feed himself? 
Actually, I don't think he's been well of late. No, you can't be that size and be well at the same time. Um, so, uh, so that's my industry news. Oh, and I chased up my Rust Town because they yep. passed that. Just you've been shish little off a little earlier in the year or earlier last year, middle of last year. And you ring a number mm-hmm. and it does a funny little did it did it. Hmm. I knew they were in New Zealand and in Victoria. Yep. But they don't answer the phone in Victoria, it just gets diverted to New Zealand. Yes, yes. So you have to wait to get your phone answered or returned. This is who? Um, this is Russ Sound now. Yeah. So Yeah. <clears throat> Don't know how that's gonna to work a, for seems them. to be a trend. Actually, well, name is now distributed by the New Zealand distributor in Australia. And if I need to speak to him, I will end up speaking internationally. And the stock is shipped from New Zealand as well. But the funny thing oh. is, it actually works sort of okay. Takes a few extra days, but it's the reality is that they're both small markets. They sell nearly as much name as they do in New Zealand as Australia, or I think they used to sell probably more in New Zealand than Australia, but at least, that, at least that's the story he told name, and that's how he ended up with the distribution. Okay. So they're working that way. I believe. Probably Chris. <laughs> no, so they, the they services, really need to the, work the on that. The thing is the service is good. It works well. It's Me have no complaints. Um they mustn't be far Hello, off Debbie. the tunnel. Hello, then. Yeah. Are they doing the tunnel? Are they going to do the tunnel? The tunnel, again? the bridge. Is it going to be a bridge? Yeah, it'll be a bridge. Okay. Um, maybe this is the way of the future. And, of course, it's always been done the other way around. I mean, plenty of Australian companies have also been the distributor in New Zealand and shipped stuff piece by piece direct. So we can't really have, you know, we can't no. be too upset. No. Oh, well... Is that the best you've got? There must be some juicy bits. Well, we've only just started the year, so... Yeah, CES is on. I did see it on the news. Mm. In three years in a row, I haven't been. Are you missing it? Yes. They didn't didn't even show anything on the news. They just showed some man walking around with a TV monitor on his face. Oh, I know. They're some of the best parts. Are they? Actually, now the first year I ever went, which is a bloody while ago now, there was like this incredible robot walking around, and it was like a crowd stopper. Uh, it it was stunning. It was like I'd seen the future. Oh, that was, good. I think it was the year two thousand, so maybe it was you know. The last <laughs> no, it was it was good. It's always a good show. It's an amazing show, and anyone who gets an opportunity to go should go. And I will go again. Okay. If for nothing else, just to shoot machine guns for $65 a turn. <laughs> Not at the show, though. Just, mm. just to clarify that. Just to clarify <laughs> that. No, no, no. Okay. At the, uh, what's it called? In the facilities. Discount gun store or whatever on so-and-so street near the railway. Just past the homeless people. Okay. <laughs> All right, on that note, shall we wrap up? Shut <laughs> up.